what is going on everybody we're back welcome back to smoking greens we got some new faces you might have seen whip before but we got two additional members so it is no long no longer just me and pico de gallo we got bobby and wit joining us yes, we are going to be your four horsemen we're going to be your 2v2 match play best ball tag team champions of the fucking golf podcast world we are ready to rock your fucking world and I'm so fired up we're back. And I've honestly been thinking about it all day because my whole week has been terrible, right? Like I'm just thinking about how bad the fucking dolphins are. And my girlfriend called me after work. And I just came up with like the best punchline ever. I'm like, the dolphins are done, but thank God golf has begun. So I am saved by the green grass gods. I cannot wait for this tournament. 39 players, no cut. Bermuda grass in Hawaii. Motherfuckers yeah. are shooting minus 20. <laughs> My type of tournament. I can't wait. Tony. Yes, sir. We're Bobby, Wit, we are back. So we'll start. We're going to bring in one of the new members first. Bobby, he's going to be our course expert. The news, they have their weatherman. They have their fucking financial COVID counter. They got all that shit, but Bobby, he's going to give you the rundown of everything you need to know about this weekend's golf course. Bobby, the floor is yours. Let's get it, boys. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, so golf course, we're in Hawaii, Kapalua. It's the course is the plantation course at Kapalua Resort. It's a little odd. It's a par 73, which you don't see very often. Uh, the breakdown there, three par threes, 11 par fours, four par fives. Length is 7,600 yards, just under that. So a pretty long course. Um, like Smoke said, 39 players, no cut, Bermuda grass. Greens are huge, and the greens are slow. Huge. Um, the wind should be not much of a factor. That's really all this course has to protect is the wind. And they're saying it's going to be pretty much no wind, even less than last year. So we're looking at a birdie fest, boys. It sounds like a dry stripper's pussy. Wide fairways, <laughs> no wind. I mean, this is like a match made in heaven. Tony, what are you most excited about for this weekend? Oh, man, that golf is like back. Like this is like the start of the season. It's 2022. Like everybody's ready. It's a tournament of champions. Everybody in this field has won a tournament last year. So I'm just ready to be able to watch golf. And it's at night. We're getting it. It starts at like 3, what, 3.30, yeah, I think is like I mean, maybe the first. Six, maybe. I six. Don't know. Our time, yeah. I mean, it's at night, and you're not like stuck at work trying to watch it like on your phone. So, I think being able to like sit on my TV after work and actually watch it as night entertainment is like something I'm looking forward to. You said everyone that's playing has won a tournament. Wit, do you believe Xander belongs? Although he didn't win on tour, but he won a gold medal. Hey, man, I think he belongs. He's a he's a gold medalist. He held it down for the country. Uh, I think he's he's got a good history here. I mean, yeah, he does. What is? I mean, it's basically all top fives. He just can't win. He can never close it out. So we'll see what he's made of. Yeah, he's just he, he, him and Louis Ooze are in the same category. They're goats until Sunday comes around, bro. I can't wait to see what the fuck's gonna happen. Nothing gets me harder than seeing minus twenties, minus eighteens. It makes my day. Um, I love all the majors, but it is so annoying when you bet on the U.S. Open and like your guy shoots. <laughs> fucking plus three but wins no, yeah but wins right so like your guy like shoots plus seven but the guy you bet against shoot plus three and you're like 
bro, what the fuck is going on, bro? So I'm fired up for the low scoring. It should make for some good golf. But before we get into all, all the uh, tournament fine details, I have to bring this up because this is a golf podcast. So we would be absolute bums if we didn't talk about it. Um, there is some pretty major news before Charlie Woods and Tiger Woods playing golf together. What did it for me is I'm watching this 11-year-old kid pipe shit down the cock, walk down the fairway with JT as if it's another day at middle school, like he's on his way to fucking lunch to go eat with his boys, like nothing is new. Am I crazy for thinking he's going to wipe the fucking floor with his pops one day? Wit, you're the oldest out of all of us. I mean, the only thing I really got to see Tiger do was fucking win his last major. Is Charlie going to wipe the floor with his pops? I don't know, man. Those are big shoes to fill. Um, you know, saying he's going to do that, I think, is a little disrespectful to Tiger, but he's got the goat's blood, man. I don't doubt him. He's grown up in this. He's built for it. I mean, like, the guy's swing coach is JT's dad. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a whole course in his backyard. His dad is Tiger Woods. He's dominating the junior tour. I don't think he's <clears throat> But to say he's going to win 13, 14 majors, I won't go that far. I think he yeah, could do it, not. only because I just don't see him making the same mistakes as his dad. But maybe that comes with the Tiger blood. So we'll see. Bobby, what do you think about little Charlie? Dude, he hits it better than me. He's like 11 years old. He talks all this shit. It was sick when they were doing that little putt off on the green, and he, he hit that long one. He started throwing up the money signs. <laughs> he's got the swagger. Um, I, Tiger, Tiger's a competitor, though, so he's going to have to, like, beat tiger tiger's not gonna let him beat him like i think right. it's gonna be that's gonna be a probably like a monumental moment in his life when he finally like beating your dad i can remember beating my dad for the first time and that was fucking sick imagine if your dad's tiger woods that's just, that's just a whole nother planet we're gonna piggy bank off that <laughs> but i want to hear tony first um he i mean the one shot that really impressed me was the part three where they were everybody was playing from like the same distance i think it was like 174 something like that he just dropped in like a beautiful shot. Like nobody had fitted in between the pin and where the water was. And he just stuck it right there and birdied it the, like himself. And they made a run. They almost freaked. They almost won the thing. So, I mean, it was, it was cool to see. It was good to see Tiger back out there, like able to actually like compete and like swing a golf club as a competitor. And, you know, it's just good to see him out there. Back to what Bobby said. So you're talking about how crazy it's going to be, how how crazy it was, I should say, when you beat your pops and how crazy that's going to be for Charlie if one day he does beat Tiger. Now, I brought that up in our group chat earlier today. Fast forward, how old is Charlie? 11? Yeah. 13. 13. I'm pretty sure he's 13. All right, let's, let's, let's make it seven years. Tiger <laughs> might be kicking. Tiger might be kicking. Even Charlie, 18, 19 years old. And you log on to your sports book and you see C Woods versus T Woods. What is the line? I would say it's a pick 'em. I would go minus 110, <laughs> minus 110. That's how I'm feeling. Wait, what's the line for Charlie versus Tiger seven, five to seven years from now? Well, what? That'll put Tiger at uh, 47, 48 years old. I don't know. You guys are the audio autobiography kings of Tiger Woods. You guys should know how old he is, when his birthday well, listen, is, etc. I'm I'm not gonna disrespect the goat, so I'm going I'm going with Tiger minus two hundred. Wow. He's minus, I mean, Charlie yeah, minus two hundred. I mean, I'd probably go more like minus one fifty, because 
Come I mean, on, but like the men, you gotta think about like the tiger line, the mental <laughs> aspect. Yeah, I mean, he would just like I think be like obviously mentally stronger than Charlie at the time, and like Charlie have never doing it before or have done it beat him before, he would probably get a little nervous coming down the stretch naturally. So, Bobby, you fucking. So right Go ahead, before the father-son tournament, um, Charlie just broke uh, 80 at Meadows for the first time. Yeah, he's 13. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, Tiger I, said I, he, <laughs> Tiger said he broke it, that. It's, it's Tiger fucking Woods. We're talking about a 12-year-old here. <laughs> I hear you. But fucking Charlie, well, Tiger said Charlie broke that on the longest tees he's ever played. So no, I think he just, played. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. Yeah, and the kid's uh, fucking 12, 13 years old. Like, I broke se- I broke 80 once on some Fugazi-ass course, <laughs> and I got blessed. I can't even hit a golf ball consistently for more than a week. But, Bobby, you're probably the biggest, if not one of the biggest degenerates I've met so far. So, first of all, <laughs> that's a compliment in its own right. It's been a great find. I'm glad you DM me on Twitter. But, bro, what are you setting the line at between Charlie and Tiger? Seven, five to seven years from now. So Tiger's 46. If you fast forward five, six, seven years, that puts him just over 50. That puts him at Phil Mickelson's age. As long as, as long as Tiger's healthy at that time, Charlie's not beating him, bro. That line's going to be like minus 400. (laughs) I'm taking the goat because he's the most competitive. He's the most competitive athlete I've ever seen at any sport ever. When he puts that Sunday red on, you're scared to be around him. Remember that Masters in 19? Tiger was coming down the stretch. They all put it on the water on that par three. No one wanted any piece of Tiger. And if he's going to put that mode on, I don't care if it's his son. I don't care who it is. He's coming for blood, bro. I can still smell the shit that was dripping down Francisco Molinari's fucking Molinari. leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a disgrace guy. he's been, bro. He's been so fucking bad. It's not even funny. I forget well, who else was playing in that group with them. It was him, Molinari, and was it Brooks Fino? Brooks was up there. Oh. Fino was up there. They Brooks all had a chance. Brooke, Brooks was dogging it that day, though. Brooks was dogging it that day. I think Brooks had a good day that day. I think he yeah, was also was. trying to catch. He was trying to make a run. And yeah. I think Tiger just birdied like one, you know. I think he one, actually one had a birdie putt, and he missed it by like just a little bit. Right. And uh, ended think- up just one back. I think Fino had a quote from that where he tried to say hello to Tiger on Sunday before, because I think it was Fino. It was Fino, Molinari, and Tiger. Okay. Or something like that. And he tried to say hello to Tiger on Sunday at the Masters. He said Tiger just looked through his soul and didn't say anything back. It's just like <laughs> his his competitiveness and his energy that he brings is just on a different level, man. Oh, man. I wish I had that, bro. Every time I go out in golf, it's like instead of looking through someone's soul, I end up just taking my own. Like and it starts on the first tee. Like I know off rip if I'm gonna have a good day. Ask Wit. We played this course in Indiana called Sagmore, and this was the closest thing to PGA I've ever felt. The fairways are like five feet long, and then to your left and right, it's straight heather, twelve inch heather, bro. I'm watching my ball drop, fall into it. I can't find it. I'm swinging my fucking five iron like it's a weed hacker, just trying to find my fucking ball. So it's a tournament, whatever. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I'm shooting a 140 at this point. Like, I'm picking extra balls in my pocket, and I'm fucking dropping it when you're not looking because I'm tired of not hitting the fucking ball on my approach. Like, fuck you. So I can only imagine what it feels like to have that dog in you. But 
that course was, I uh, I joined Sagamore. What was it? Last March. Something I probably shouldn't have joined, but I, man, I played the course <laughs> once. I fell in love. I was like, I gotta fucking do it. <laughs> so you know, I negotiated. I think I paid ten thousand dollars for initiation, and then I pay four hundred twenty dollars a month for the rest of my life. But that was <laughs> that was fifty percent off from the adult price. I mean, I am an adult, but they got a junior membership, thirty-five and under. So the uh, you know, I play that course, if I play it three times a week, every time I play it, I'm playing it from a different spot, and I'm in fucking trouble. That place is a fucking hell. <laughs> Bro, it is brutal, dog. There's so, there's, there's, at least, there's at least 10 bunkers on every hole. There's Jeez. water all on the back. The par threes are insane. It's AIDS. It's a, it's a good track, though. It's AIDS. Well, enough talking about amateur hours. Let's talk <laughs> about the 39 guys that are fucking playing in this tournament. Um, who would you say is the best player in this tournament coming up this weekend? Now you already know my answer. Best player in the fucking world, baby. We'll start yeah. with Tony. Who's the best player in this field this weekend? I mean, outside of John Rahm, I mean, I think uh, JT, like as Witt has pointed out, like to us all week in the group chat, dominates this place. Um, so I, I'll go with him. I mean, it's an easy answer, but. You know he's one of the most talented guys in the in the field and can turn it on basically any weekend he wants. So Bobby. I'll go with him. I like JT a ton too. So if I'm not going to take JT, I'm taking Morikawa. He's just the best ball play, uh, ball striker on the planet. Has a chance to move to number one in the world this weekend with a win or some other crazy stuff. So and he's like 24. So this kid's going to be around for like the next 20 years, just dominating. So Morikawa is my guy. I appreciate the creativity in both your guys' answers, but I asked you a very straightforward question. Who is the best player playing in this tournament this weekend? I don't care if everyone's going to say John Rahm. I want you to look dead in the eyes, speak right into your mic, and tell me who is the number one player this weekend. Let's start again. Tony, who's the number one player? John Rahm. Easy answer. End of, yeah. Justin Thomas. Well, Okay. Now I like that. Now that's honesty. Bobby's holding. State your case, Bobby. I, I just didn't want to make too much of a case for one guy because I'm a Morikawa stand. So if I can get my boy some shine, I'm going to get my boy some shine. My, my thing about Rom is, is he was the best player in the world last year. I don't yeah. think there's any doubt about it. Um, he just hasn't played golf in like four months, had a kid, has been on father duty. So I want to see his form come back before I, I, I think of him how I did last year. With it. Best player in the world, best player in the world, or in current form. What do you? Best ask? player going into this tournament <laughs> this weekend. So current form matters. <laughs> Although this is the first tournament of the year, yes, form matters. Justin Thomas, he's in form. He's got course history here. This is his place. He's fucking sporadic off the tee, but he's got hundred yard wide fairways here. He's, I think he's, you know, him Morikawa. You know, then you go to look at like Daniel Berger, Taylor Gooch, like iron players. Those guys thrive here, 100 to 150. So, but if you look at strokes gain data, it's Daniel Berger. He's number one in the last 50 rounds. He's number Daniel one strokes Berger. gain. I'm telling you right now, watch out for Berger plus 2200. You know what? I love anyone that played for that USA Ryder Cup team. But yes, <laughs> funny story. Speaking of that, our dog Victor. Now, Bobby, you don't understand. We were at the Ryder Cup, and we followed this man every single hole. Now we're blacked out at this point. 
<laughs> I am screaming. <laughs> his caddy is turning around, looking me dead in my eyes. I'm blowing his caddy a kiss. They're both my witnesses. Yeah. Security comes up. They're like, bro, if you do that again, like you're going to have to leave. I did it at least a hundred more times, bro. <laughs> we were grilling this man, like, but he was shutting us up. If he could have putt that day, they would have absolutely destroyed Bryson. But he couldn't putt. But he's he's got a little problem on his hand right now. So he got there on Wednesday. His golf bag was still in Seattle. He's fucking shouting out Delta, get your shit together. He gets his clubs. And his fucking driver's broken. Now, obviously, he's a professional golfer, so he's got them on fucking deck. But on a scale of 1 to 10, how livid would you guys be if your clubs showed up and they were fucking broken? Wit, I'll start with you, bro. What is your first plan of action if your clubs are broken when, when you arrive at the airport? 20 on a 10 scale. I'm calling them. I'm yelling at them. I'm bitching at them. I'm fucking... I'm going after everybody. I mean, what? It took a fucking week to get his clubs there. A fucking week. <laughs> like I'm fucking. I I've All never I'm shipped golf is, equipment. I want so. Tony. I want to. I want to. I would pay a thousand dollars to see Tony's reaction on camera <laughs> when, like, his bag gets there and he just sees his clubs broken. What the heck, oh, dude? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Tony, please walk me through the rage that would be going through your body. If your fucking clubs were broken. I mean, luckily for Victor Hovland, he is a professional golfer. So getting more clubs wouldn't be an issue. In my case, Delta's paying for the whole, like, they're giving me a voucher for, like, new golf clubs. It's going to say, like, here's your new tailor-made full bag, complete set. Here it is. Pay for it. Come to us. Tell us how much it is, and we'll comp it. And I'm throwing it until I get that. I'm looking for the picture that Bobby sent. Of his clubs because those oh are those, that look beautiful. I can't set. find it. I can't uh, find it. But Bobby, if that beautiful set of clubs was destroyed, please tell me what would be going through your mind, dude. I would lose my mind. I always have my clubs in my my car, and I've always said Holy to my buddies, yep. when I'm going to golf, I'll put my clubs in my car to go golf. I've always said a million times, if someone stole my car. I wouldn't even care about the car. I just need the golf clubs back at that point. <laughs> um, but but one thing I did see from that photo you're talking about, he ships his clubs in a soft shell container, which is just insane. Because he's like move. a millionaire golfer. Why is he not shipping them in a hard shell so shit can't break? That's kind of nuts. Look at this. Th- this is Bobby's setup. I mean, you would mm. think he's about to walk out to the U.S. <laughs> Open. Look at that. <laughs> I got it in the room. You want to see it? Yeah, bring him out. Walk us through the bag. Give us your three best clubs. You guys need a <laughs> I love it. Hold on. He's got the butter knives. So you know we got the tiger. That's easy. The Mizunos, bro. The Mizunos the are the are nasty. And this is my baby right here. The high toe 60. Gets you out of trouble wherever you need it. And then the latest addition to the bag is the Scotty. Need the Scotty cam. I just joined the Scotty Cameron Club this week. I'm fucking fired up. I'm going to buy all the head covers. It's going to be a great fucking time. I love those putters. Those are my favorite type of putters. They're old classics. All right, well. You can't put the fat grip on it. Yeah, bro, I need a fat grip. You got to put the fat grip on it. 
You need that gorilla grip. I, took, I don't that, like the fat grip. My Scotty grip was like skinny as a pencil. Like I got big ass hands, so I tried. It was just fucking up. I I put the uh, the super stroke on there. Completely changed it. Bro, so Wit does have some big ass claws, bro. <laughs> His fucking hands are huge. <laughs> fucking massive. I got some claws too. Claw gang. Anyway, Claw gang. if you guys didn't read Bobby's article, you should because. One, it's a smoke sports article blog. And two, the kid knows what he's talking about. In yes. fact, he knows so much about the grass that he did you a favor and put in parentheses that the greens are going to be slow. <laughs> They're going to be slow. So who does that benefit in this <clears throat> tournament? Now, for me, when I play on slow greens, I'm a shitty putter on fast greens. When I play a real course, I suck at putting. When I have slow greens and I could just streamline it at the fucking cup, I look like fucking Tiger on Sunday. I think this is going to benefit the streaky, shitty putters like Morikawa, uh, Brooks occasionally. Sometimes he has it. Sometimes he doesn't. Daniel I think Who? Daniel Berger. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a big benefit to the guys that are streaky putters. I don't think the greens are going to be as rigorous. And newsflash. Shout out to Wit for bringing this to my attention. It's the first tournament without a green book. Yeah. So Bryson DeChambeau, I mean, we are going to see the smoke coming out of his ears. He's going to be so confused, not knowing what the fuck he's going to do, what he's looking at. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Sorry, Bryson. But that's a big factor. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see these guys putt this week. But who do you guys think the slow grass is going to benefit the most? I'll start with Bobby. No, 100%. I think you nailed it. It's it's putters that are inconsistent because you're going to get that weird bobble on Bermuda grass. It, it goes a little different. There's guys out there that are just better at putting on those surfaces. Um, so I do think it'll be an impact. But at the same time, I think that there's going to be a lot of guys hitting short irons and wedges in. So as long as you can keep yourself to 10 footers, all these guys are going to be burying 10 footers. Um, but it's definitely going to help the, the inconsistent guys. You're not looking to bet on the guy that's just a putting ace this week just because he's going to drain everything. I think everyone's going to be draining everything because they're going to have a lot of short putts. Tony, as one of my favorite people to golf with. Now, me and Tony, it's hilarious. We golf together, and one of us is having a legendary day, and the other one is having the worst day of their life. So that means one person is really calm, and one person <laughs> is throwing a rage. Tony, when the greens are slow, yes. you're on. But who yeah. in this tournament is going to be fucking draining these putts? I mean, I was going to go with Jordan Spieth. Just like what? nobody's been talking about him yet. Bro, I mean, he was the fucking ball off the tee box. Bro. I know. That's what I'm saying. He he's, not, the box. he's not in form, but, I mean, you just never know with that guy. You literally just don't know what you're going to get, and this is a course that sets up well for someone like that. Where, you know, at any moment his talent can take over. And if he's draining, you know, 10, 8, 6 footers for birdie and he's putting things close, I mean, it's Jordan Speeth. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was, uh, you know, good on the greens this week. Wait, chime in. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty simple. I think with slower greens, um, there's more undulation. Um, but like Bobby said, there's more wedges. So they're going to be inside 10, 15 feet. Look, of course, Justin Thomas is a shitty putter. I, I, I don't know what he ranked last year, but he's outside the top 100. His ball striking, his irons, he's top five. He's putting those 10, 15 footers. He's got course history. I think I think he's the best putter of the week. 
you think he's gonna be the best putter of the week, or you think the the slow grass is gonna benefit him the most? I think I think it benefits him the most, and I and I, and I think okay. he'll be top five in putting. Now, we all went to the Ryder Cup together, correct? Yes. Except Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. And I'm just I'm gonna bring it up every single time I can because it was just such an amazing event. We talked about it earlier. The only reason why Bryson DeChambeau won that matchup is because Victor couldn't putt. But my God, was Victor's ball striking off the charts. And he's so young and so talented. I only think this kid's going to get better and better. So I believe the slow greens here is going to help him. He's not going to have to read it as much. I mean, I haven't played the course, obviously. But the winner last year shot minus 20. So it can't be that hard. These guys are going to be setting up for birdies all day long. There's no water hazards. Bobby, was there is there any sand on this course? Yeah, there's a decent bit of sand, um, but not not a, not a decent bit. There's some bunkers out there. Uh, not a ton, not a ton of water. It, it's such a players friendly course. Uh, and like you said, with Hovland, dude, I, I think Hovland and Morikawa are going to be like what Phil and Tiger were for all those years. Maybe not like the Tiger domination of winning it all. But those are like they're both like under 25. They both have big wins. Morikawa more than than Hovland. But that's going to be the one two going forward for a while, I think. Yeah, I, I like Victor a lot, man. He showed me he's a dog. Like, he really did. Yeah. I mean, he was eating the shit I was saying. Like, and I'm not nice. Like, when I'm betting against you, like, <laughs> I'm actually trying to fucking bully you, bro. And he, he was shitting on me no matter what. Like, Victor in his backswing. Like, I'm trying to get kicked out. Bro, the, the ball is fucking dropping 10 feet from the fucking pin every single time. He's every long time. off the box. He's got a great approach. He's got a good short game. You just got to fucking learn how to putt. And I think he'll knock down the putts this weekend. I think he gets the job done. Um, This field is so loaded, man. I don't even know how you're going to pick an outright winner. But we're going to. We're degenerates. We have to pick an outright winner. I'm going to go first so you guys can't steal mine. Wait, wait, wait. We, I mean, I got multiple, but are we only That's doing That's fine. One? No, we, you could do multiple, but I want your, like, gun to your head. You have to give me one first, like – Rank okay. your multiples from first to last. All right. I'm not a bitch. I only need one. I only pick one, okay? <laughs> Single Cam bullet. Smith, take me home, mullet head row, baby. Take <laughs> me the fuck home. He had by far one of the most impressive runs I've ever seen <clears throat> with his fucking putter in my life, okay? I, I hate him butter. because of how ugly he is, but my God, is he a beast at fucking golf. I am so about him, the Aussie, going over to fucking Hawaii and walking out of there with a dub. I am bought in. I believe it was plus 2,800 what I got it at. So that's great value for a guy who's obviously, he's not new to playing with high competition. He's an experienced guy. He's won a few tournaments. I think he's a very solid golfer. I got my money on old Cammy the mullet. <clears throat> Wait, give us some outright winners. So, uh, so looking at the history of this course, the average winner is plus 1,800, which points me to Sam Burns. He's a shaky driver, great iron player, great wedge player, streaky putter. I think it sets up well for him. Um, I like JT because I got I to take one of the favorites. Um, I think he has a good showing. And then, as we know, my round one leader, Taylor Gooch. Uh, I'm, a fan. I'm a huge fan of Boyd Summerhage. He's a great coach. He's Fiena's coach. Um, Gooch is top five ball striker. 
Uh, I think he has a good week, and, and when he gets off, he gets off quick. So I like too him. Bad, too bad Vegas isn't playing, or that round one bet would be so free. All you got to do is fucking <laughs> take him every single fucking time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, it was who, a who's the second person you said, Wit? What's up? I said Sam Burns, JT. Sam Burns, JT. And then Sam the Burns. last one. Oh, Sam it was Sam just Burns. first round? I like I like good first round, but I also have him full tournament. I'm honestly an idiot. I was gonna piggyback off something you said, but I forgot. So I'm just gonna pass it over to Tony now. Tony, give me some. <laughs> um, I'm taking my my favorite robot in the world, Sung J M, plus twenty two hundred. He's had good Bro, results he here before. Tournament. He's a machine. He loves the game of golf. I love that guy for loving the game of golf as much as he does. <laughs> week in, week out, he's there. He's showing up to – dude, I don't know. You don't miss a tournament, bro. No, he doesn't miss a thing. Um, he's disciplined. He's young. I think he's ready to roll this year. I mean, he's had a great – he had a great year last year. I don't see why he doesn't continue to be great, um, you know, this year before he gets shipped off to that uh, – to the army for not not meddling so <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll take him i think another dark horse yes, could be patrick reed that. patrick reed's had some good at uh, pat too. captain america yeah, that was my boy until he fucked me over about eight times on the 18th hole he loves those fucking <laughs> two-stroke swings bro he does it to me every time it finally clicked the monkey in my head banging the things together clicked so when you were talking about the course i was like bro this course sounds like bryson DeChambeau heaven I mean, fat, long fairways. He's long off the tee. Bro, yep. Bryson's got good short game. Uh, the greens aren't going to be that difficult for him. I feel like he's a sleeper this week, but we'll see. I think that green book might play too much in the scientist's head and his fucking hypothesis. But, Bobby, give me some outright winners. All right, so I'm also on Justin Thomas. Um, I think that's just the play up top. I like to take one guy up top, and I think it's him this week. Um, you guys have had some of my other ones, but I, I like Reed a lot. I think he's on Warpath mode 2022. He's pissed he didn't make that Ryder Cup last year. He, he's really mad about that. He likes to call himself Captain America. Yep. I think that was a big blow to his ego. He's going to be grinding all, all year, and I think he starts it out good. And then if you want a little bit of a longer shot, I like Jason Cockrock. Um, he's a yeah, bit he's of a long a shot. I bet him 35 to 1. I mean, Harris English won last year 33 to 1, so it's not like it's impossible. And last year, Kakarak won the uh, – what was it? I forget what tournament it was, but it was a very similar um, field where it was a limited field full of really good players like the CJ Cup or something. So he's shown that he's got enough class where he can he can outlast these guys. So I'll put a few pennies on Kakarak to get it done. I like that. You know Kakarak. who else is a, is a no-cut warrior is fucking JT. Yeah, I feel like is. even if he's dog shit the first two days, like if he doesn't get cut, watch the fuck out. I love him. Uh Tony, this is your yeah. segment. Bobby's the yeah. course expert. It's DraftKings lineup time. Do you have one ready? I do. I'm literally sitting right here. Right. I've had it up for a minute. All right, yeah. Let's fucking hear it. Now, right. wait, 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 no, I'm cutting you off because that's what I do here. Tony is notorious <laughs> for being in first place on Thursday. On Thursday and telling me how much he's going to win. And then by Sunday, me like the fattest <laughs> yeah. sob story of how everyone sucks. So keep that in mind, people. Yes, now, keep that in mind. So I think this lineup is going to smack, though. I got JT. I fit him in there at 10,600. Um, I got Xander in there at 9,500. Um, Patrick Reed is a good value play, 7,900. Um, Sung J M, 
8200 machine. Um, I put our guy Taylor Gooch in there. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a good ball striker. He's uh, 7600. And then at the bottom, I took a, a guy. I always take like one guy that I just like to root for. Um, and that guy's Joel Damon. And um, he actually ended last year on like a nice little streak. So, um, I mean, with the no-cut event in DraftKings, you're getting points no matter what. So, you know, taking a guy at 6,100 like that is a good way to fill out the lineup. I love it. All right, my lineup. Sorry, did you see that video today from him? So I just saw it like recently, like a couple hours ago where he was in the shuttle and the guy's like the driver of the bus is like telling Joel Damon – on how to get closer to the players while they're playing in the tournament while he's watching it. Yeah. Shut up. I <laughs> swear to make God. It down, Bro, make it down to that happened to someone else in an Uber. Yeah, it Ooh. was the same type ordeal. Like he was just explaining to Joel Damon on how to get close to the players while he's, you know, obviously playing in the tournament. So you, it was fun. You funny. had to send me that fucking video. You had I'll to find send it. me that video. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's my lineup. Obviously. I'm starting off with the boy himself, Abraham Answer, 8,100. Comb your hair, take care. Um, love what he does with the putter. I think he's a fantastic golfer. Give me Abraham Answer. Next up, man. I mean, let's stop with the disrespect to the number one or number one B player in the world. Give me Patrick Cantley. Guy's a stone cold fucking killer. Give me him 24 Sunday, 24 seven and twice on Sunday. Then I got Seamus power at 6600 i think that's a sneaky low play right there uh then i got the best player in the world so i, I already love my lineup i got john rom at 11 11 000. so i mean i don't really have to give you an analysis for that and then i got cameron smith the guy who i think is going to win the tournament and tony what is my favorite country for golfers oh south africa South Africa, Eric Van Ruyen. Get him in my lineup. <laughs> I need a South African. So I got Abraham Answer, Patrick Cantley, Seamus Power, John Rahm, Cameron Smith, Eric Van Ruyen. Bobby, I like that. Give us one. So I went with Morikawa instead of Thomas, just because I have Thomas as the outright. I figured I'll split him up a little bit there. Um, and then I got Sammy Burns, Taylor Gooch, Sung Jay the Robot. Cockrack, and I got a different South African for you. I'm playing Higo. Uh, just Higo. low value. I think Higo could do a little bit of damage. We're just looking for him to stick around, maybe top 20. Um, that's what I'm rolling with. I'm not a huge DraftKings guy, but I think I'm going to dabble a little bit more this year. It's a, it's a fun oh, it's little fun. game. Just the no-cut events are easily better than, obviously, the cut events when you do Way a full better. tournament because if you don't have six guys make the cut, usually, in a full tournament – you, you won't really play. So the no-cut events are super fun. You just can, you know, build those full lineups and let them ride. Wit, sure. you got a lineup for us? I ain't doing a lineup, but I'll get how many golfers? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a DraftKings There's lineup. six. It's straight. He can't just pick six golfers because there's, like, a whole nah, salary thing and everything yeah. like that. I guarantee, I guarantee I'd be under budget. It's all right. <laughs> it don't matter, Wit. We're, we'll just skip right into the fucking head-to-head matchup picks. We'll get into the betting se- betting segment right now. Wit, give us some matchup winners, full tournament, first round, whatever you got. Feed the people. They need to pay their fucking child support. All righty. So, um, as Smoke and I agreed last year, we're going to stay the fuck away from daily matchups. <laughs> Explain why. Explain why. Or do you need me to? So, I compared a golf tournament to a football game. When you bet round one, round two, round three, round four, 
That's like betting the first quarter of the football game, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. Sack the fuck up, get your four-day sweat in, and bet the full tournament. I just had to give them some knowledge, Wick. Go ahead. But but I will piggyback off that. There's nothing like golf sweats and those daily matchups oh. are fucking unbelievable. So oh. that's what I'm honestly. I probably I'm gonna I'm gonna dab on them still. I'm not gonna give them up completely. But I'm gonna try to concentrate on full tourney. So um, I'm a I'm a fade Bryson. Uh, I'm gonna go against Smoke here. I I think that he's gonna have no green book. I think he's gonna be fucking lost. Like Bobby said, he's been doing nothing but fucking long drive championships and commercials. Trying to hit the trying to hit it 450 yards, so he's not he's not in form. Um, I think he'll struggle around the greens here. And so I'm taking uh, Sam Burns plus 140 over Bryson. Um, I think Xander he always has a good showing here. Um, it's tough for him to win, close it out, but this is this is his track. I'm gonna take him over Bryson plus 105. Oh, you faded uh, him twice. You said yeah, yeah. Bryson. Yeah, I love yeah, that. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going in twice, but love give me that. Xander. Give me Xander a plus money. Against Bryson, I'm in there. I, I think so many people are betting Bryson just for the name. I mean, I'm looking on books, and he's like minus 170 against against guys that – these are all former winners of last year. He, should, right. he shouldn't be minus 170 versus any of them. I um, so I, I, got, I got two more. Uh, Matsuyama always plays well here. I think it's a business trip for him. Uh, he does well in Hawaii. Uh, I'm going to take him a minus 110 over Spieth. Uh, I, know Spieth I know Spieth has good history here. A lot of it was when he was in that run, 14, 15, 16, when he – I think he shot like 30 under in this tournament as the as the record. But I think uh, he was hot last year, but it's a new year, so so we'll see what he's about. And then I'm going to go with my he boy. He was Terry. hot last year? Maybe like see? during – in Texas. So he was like a nuclear intention for like six months every week. <laughs> At the end of the year, he started getting yeah. Crazy. Towards the end, he I was. Must, I must have been on drugs because all I remember is this man not hitting the ball off the fucking tee box. But go ahead, Wick. Keep going. Well, he's never been able to hit the ball off the tee box. That's what's fun to watch about him. He yeah. he he makes pars that feel like fucking eagles. Yeah, he's, when, he's always he's always recovering. When he gets crafty, he's nasty. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. And then um, just because I mean. I fuck with Harris English. I think he had a hot streak last year. He faded off at the end of the year. Give me a top five ball striker, uh, Taylor Gooch, minus 110 over Harris English. Bobby, talk to me. All right, so I saw the Hovland picture in the Hovland news, and I rushed to fade Hovland. I regret doing it a little bit. Um, (laughs) If Hovland was was to win this tournament, this would be his third win in three starts. Um, so that's kind of insane, but either way, we're fading Vic. He's been sitting in Hawaii drinking Mai Tais. He doesn't have his normal clubs. He's not feeling comfortable. He's still thinking about smoke yelling at him. So we're going to fade him with Morikawa, <laughs> the best ball striker on the planet. Um, I got that. I got that at minus 110. And then I also <clears> faded <throat> him with JT. I got it at minus 130. I've seen it shoot up to 160. So I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't get mushed to hell, but at least I got a good line there. Um, and then I'm on two of those other ones Witt just said, but I'll give one more. Uh, I'm taking Big Abe answer over Brooks Kepka. Kepka doesn't get Kepka doesn't get up for tournaments that aren't majors. He's not getting up for a, a 39 person event in Hawaii. You know he's hanging out there, chilling, drinking some drinks, cashing a check. So we're fading him with answer this week. Tony, I like that. So I got a couple. I got JT top five. It's plus 150. Love I it. mean. 
seems to be a, a a good play there. And then wait, top five plus one fifty. Yeah, him and John Rahm are both <laughs> plus one fifty to finish top five. And That's then wild. Um, wild. And then I got uh, Sung J M top ten finish, um, even money. And then um, some tournament matchups. I took Phil, old man Phil, coming out claiming he won the Pip Award. Um, I mean, we'll see what it turns out to be. Um, I got him over Stuart Sink. At, I, I saw that plus 110. I mean, Stuart Sink doesn't scare me, and I'll take Phil. Um, I took Abraham Answer over Tony Finau at plus 130. Hmm. Um, and then I've got a couple more. Uh, Patrick Reed over Daniel Berger. And then uh, Joel Damon over uh, Herbert at minus 110. I think it's Lucas Herbert. Is it Lucas? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, yeah. Wit took one of my picks. You took one of my picks. So I'm probably fucked this week. Uh, I got Abraham Answer over Tony Finau at plus 135. I got Patrick Cantley over Xander minus 110. Cameron Smith, outright winner. Hideki Matsuyama over Jordan Spieth. Those are my four matchup winners. Um, I should have had my top fives ready to go because honestly, I think I made the my most money off of that. Just top five, top ten finishes. So I'm gonna pull them up real quick and just see if any of them jump jump out at me. Top five. That's tough to pick, Tony. I can't believe you're only getting plus one fifty for top five. That's wild. For the small top field. guy. Yeah, it is a small it's all, yeah, it's all, you said thirty nine players. Yeah, small. There's some good dudes for like top. I mean, it's like Sun J M top five. I think I saw that plus three twenty five. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. I mean, I really like that guy. I'm probably mushing the fuck out of him right now. So, but I mean, the guy is a machine. I wouldn't I'm be gonna surprised. Take, I'm gonna take Victor Hovland top ten at minus one eighteen, oh, and I got to get some plus money in there if I'm gonna bet it. We got to go with a nice dog that no one's really talking about. Definitely not Jason Coke Crack. Sorry. Um, Dude, riding the cock, bro. Money. You know what? I'm gonna ride my South African, bro. I'm gonna take Van Royen at plus 448 to finish top 10. Fuck around. <laughs> I'll take the plus 448 all day. Solid. Those, those I, I thought we were only doing matchups. I do. I do got a few more props. Um, oh, let them rip. So, uh, <laughs> the last three years, there's been two playoffs. You can get playoff at plus 300 right now, bro. Do you remember that run last year? It was like seven, yes, like six tournaments straight in a row. It was nuts. Retarded and playoff. Bryson and Cantlay battling that whole time. I like, had a crazy one. I had a future on Harris English. I can't. I don't think I got him pre-tournament, but I got him like at the cut. Like he was like plus two thousand. He goes into a, a nine-hole playoff and, and fucking. They went back and forth where he was toast one hole. I think I was blowing up Smoke's phone, like cussing, cussing the phone out, then fucking cheer, and then going – like this guy got up and down from a plug lie in the face of a bunker. I, I mean, it oh, was it was unbelievable. That, yeah. So I think, I think that's why I fuck with Harris English a little bit, but he definitely fell off at the end of the year. But playoff in this, two out of the last three years, plus 300. No, what's the craziest thing about golf is you'll be up two strokes going into 18, feeling like the absolute man. And then you'll just come back. You'll be like, bro, what the fuck just happened? And it's like when that two-stroke swing happens to you, I can't even put it into words, like the type of rage I get. 
And it's like the most like, simple shit. It's like yeah, it's it's like the par five that everyone's birdied all weekend, and your guy just decides, let me just fucking hit it 800 feet out of bounds, then I'm gonna hit my next one out of bounds into the water, then I'm a fucking double bogey. They're gonna birdie, and I'm gonna fuck your whole rent money for the week. And it's just there is nothing like a golf sweat, bro, because it is literally one hole. One hole can change everything, bro. It everything. is unfucking believable. Unreal! I'm nuts. so fired up. You guys got any uh, first round leaders? I haven't looked at them yet. That was my plan for work tomorrow morning. I gotta find me some first round leaders. You gotta uh, find I one. Know. I got it pulled up right now. I'm I'm hot. Right right I saw Cantley oh, wow. plus fourteen hundred. I like that. That was a decent value for him. And then I saw like Finau and Patrick Reed at like plus twenty two hundred. I thought they were might be interesting. I know Finau plays well, like in the wind. If I'm not like mistaken, he hits strikes the ball well, like in windy. You said though, Bobby, there's not gonna be much wind. They're not expecting no, this week. No, as much. Okay, yeah. So I mean, those two guys are good value as well. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, like Bobby said, P. Reed on that redemption tour this year. So only we'll if see. Louis Ooze could win a fucking tournament, I would have him hammered in the first round, bro. I love him. <laughs> He's so cash. Friday, Thursday through Saturday, then Sunday comes, and you guys already know what happens. What I'm looking at right now, though, I like Victor Hovland, first-round leader. Sorry, Bobby, but you'll have the whole tournament to catch him. <laughs> and I also kind – I mean, I'm not touching Phil Nicholson. He doesn't give a fuck about this tournament. You got to go with someone who's actually so dialed in, ready to go. So I'm going to go with fucking Sun Jim Im the robot, first-round leader. Hell, Yeah. Um, I got three. I got a so I was shopping JT. I saw him plus eleven hundred, plus twelve hundred most places. I stopped by the sports book in today just for shits and giggles to look at it. Plus fourteen hundred first round leader. I'm taking the value on that. Uh, I'm taking Taylor Gooch and his last three or four starts. He's been top five in the first round every start. He's top five in ball striking. He gets out quick. Uh, so give me Taylor Gooch plus three thousand. Uh, and then I'm taking Sam Burns at 20 to 1. There you go. Golf is fucking back, boys. I mean, I don't know about you, but I already booked, I already booked my tee time for Saturday. Like, I'm back in golf mode. Like, well, like I said earlier, the Dolphins are done. Golf has begun. Like, I'm done. I don't even care about the NFL. I'll watch the playoffs, obviously. But, like, it's golf season now. Like, it's golf mode. If the, Dol- the day the Dolphins are good and playing in January – it's fucking golf season, boys. <laughs> Yo, do you know how shitty it is living in New York, not being able oh, to golf man. for like five oh, years? Oh, you can't golf. No. Me neither. No. It's, it's actually the worst feeling in the world, dude. It really is. I just stare at my clubs. I, I, oh, I chip golf balls God. around my house in my room, just breaking shit. You get, uh, go, to the, go to the local simulator. That's no, I do. I do. That has sure. to be ass. Playing. That has to be kind of degrading. Like Bobby, Bobby sent a video. He's wearing his like retro Jordan fours, his khakis, his polo, his hat. Like he actually think he's he's like playing real golf, right? But he's yeah. in his fucking simulator. While me and Tony are out there till fucking seven p.m. because the sun don't go down. It's nope. prime time golf hours in Florida. I mean, you go out there January, February, March. You are loving life, but then you guys have nice summer. You guys have nice summer golf. We just go out there. We get murdered. <laughs> And it rains though every day though too. We would go yeah. out and like it yep. was just like a hit or miss like every Friday with the rain after work. And we Pretty got we had some experiences, bro. We got fucking poured on. 
multiple on. times, like poured, on, like monsooning out there. We were still out there though, putting on for the boys. Well, that's gonna do it for the first episode of this golf season of Smoking Greens. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Smoke, joined by Wit, Bobby, and my co-host Tony. What's Please up? like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next week. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.